Truth Seekers, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. I'm so glad that you joined me for another episode on the Truth Seekers podcast. In our last episode, we learned about Joseph and the danger he found himself in when his brothers threw him into a pit. They were going to leave Joseph for dead when they saw a caravan of merchants passing by on their way to Egypt. They decided to sell Joseph to the merchants, who then carried Joseph away to work as a slave in Egypt. And this, my friends, is where we last left Joseph, on his way to Egypt. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you didn't know what to do? Have you ever felt like life just wasn't going the way you thought it should, and that maybe you should just hide under the covers of your bed until it all got better? Maybe you have found yourself in a really hard place where you were hurt by a friend or a family member that you trusted. Sometimes hard things happen, and when we have no control over it, sometimes we feel scared or hurt. This is exactly the situation that Joseph found himself in. Joseph was taken to Egypt and met a man by the name of Potiphar. Potiphar was the head of the Egyptian army and one of the Pharaoh's top officials. Who's Pharaoh, you ask? Well, Pharaoh was the king of the land. Pharaoh was the top man in charge of Egypt. And Potiphar was directly under Pharaoh as the head of the army. Now Joseph lived in the house of Potiphar and worked as his slave. And here is the part of the story where you might say, but where was God in all of this? How could God have let this happen to Joseph? Well, I'm glad you asked, because here is one of the most important parts of the story. The Bible says, the Lord was with Joseph. God had not forgotten Joseph. God was with Joseph when he was thrown into that pit. God was with Joseph when he was being sold to the merchants. And God was with Joseph in his long journey down to Egypt. God was even with Joseph here in Potiphar's house. God was with Joseph. In fact, God was with Joseph and blessed him so much that everything he did in Potiphar's house was blessed. So blessed that Potiphar put Joseph in charge of all of his household. Joseph was the head of all of Potiphar's servants and all of Potiphar's business. God was with Joseph in all he did, and God gave favor to Joseph. Joseph was such a good worker that Potiphar trusted him with everything he owned. He trusted Joseph with all of the money and finances over all of his household. He trusted Joseph so much that Potiphar didn't have to worry about anything except what food he was going to have for dinner. Now the Bible says that Joseph was very handsome. And one day, while Joseph was working, Potiphar's wife took notice of him. She wanted him to spend time with her. But Joseph knew this would be wrong because she was the wife of his master. So Joseph said, no ma'am, I cannot. With me in charge? 
My master does not concern himself with anything in the house. Everything he owns he has trusted to my care. No one is greater in this house than I am. My master has withheld nothing from me except you, because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing and sin against God? And day after day she tried to speak to Joseph and tempt him to spend time with her. And one day, when Joseph went into the house to attend his duties, and none of the servants were inside, Potiphar's wife caught Joseph by the coat. But Joseph ran away from her as fast as he could. But as he ran, he left his coat in her hand. Potiphar's wife was so angry that Joseph would not do what she wanted that she called out to the other servants and said, Look, this Hebrew slave Joseph came and tried to hurt me, but I screamed. When he heard me scream for help, he left his coat beside me and ran out of the house. Oh, wait a minute. What just happened here? Did Potiphar's wife just tell a lie? That's not fair, you say. Joseph didn't do anything wrong. No, my friends, it's not fair at all. There were many things that happened to Joseph that weren't fair, and things were about to get worse. When Potiphar heard what his wife had accused Joseph of, he took Joseph and put him in prison, the place where all of the king's prisoners were confined. Well, surely God has forgotten Joseph now, you say. But do you know what the Bible says? It says a second time, the Lord was with Joseph. Even in prison, while Joseph was in prison, the Bible says that God showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison guard who was in charge of all of the prisoners. So do you know what happened? Just like in Potiphar's home, Joseph was put in charge of all of the prisoners. He was made responsible for all that was done there. The guard paid no attention to anything under Joseph's care because the Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. Sometime later, while Joseph was still in prison, two men were thrown into prison who were officials of the king. Who were these men, you ask? These men were the official cupbearer and the official baker of the king of Egypt, the pharaoh. What is a cupbearer, you ask? A cupbearer held a very important position in the court of the king. He was an officer of high rank and his job was to serve the drinks at the royal table. And because there was constant fear that someone might try to poison the king, the cupbearer was sometimes required to swallow some of the wine before serving it to the king. And for some reason, the pharaoh had become angry with his cupbearer and with his baker so that he threw them in prison and the captain of the guard of the prison assigned them to Joseph. After they had been in prison, each of the men, the cupbearer and the baker, had a dream. They both had a dream. Now why does that sound familiar? 
Do you remember when Joseph was younger and still living at home that he had had dreams himself? Do you remember what he dreamt? The Lord had given Joseph dreams of his brother's stalks of wheat bowing down to his stalk of wheat. The Lord had also given Joseph a dream of the sun, moon, and stars bowing down to him. And now the Lord had given these two men a dream that they did not understand. The Bible says that each man had a dream the same night, and each dream had a meaning of its own. When Joseph came to them the next morning, he saw that they were dejected and upset. So he asked them, Why are your faces so sad? We both had dreams, they answered, but there is no one to interpret them. We don't know what they mean. And then Joseph said something very wise. He said, Do not all interpretations belong to God? Tell me your dreams. You see, Joseph knew that God was all-wise and all-knowing, and that God alone could give them the meaning of their dreams. And Joseph knew God. And Joseph trusted that God would show him the meaning of the dreams. So the chief cup-bearer told Joseph his dream first. He said to Joseph, In my dream I saw a vine growing in front of me, and on the vine were three branches. As soon as it budded, it blossomed, and its cluster ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand, and I took the grapes, squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup, and put the cup in his hand. Then Joseph said to the cupbearer, this is what your dream means. The three branches represent three days. And within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position and you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand just like you used to do when you were his cupbearer. Oh, what good news this must have been to the cupbearer! to hear that in three days' time he would be restored to his position and no longer in prison. God had given Joseph the meaning of his dream. And Joseph then said to the cupbearer, When all goes well with you, please remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison, for I have been forced here from my homeland and have done nothing to deserve being thrown into prison. Now when the baker saw that Joseph gave the cupbearer such good news about his dream, he said to Joseph, I too had a dream. So the baker began to tell Joseph his dream. He said, On my head were three baskets of bread. In the top basket were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh, but the birds were eating them out of the basket on my head. Joseph said to the baker, This is what it means. The three baskets represent three days, and within three days Pharaoh will lift your head and hang you on a tree. Oh, poor baker! His news was not as good as the cupbearer's, and I'm sure he was hoping that Joseph's interpretation of his dream would not come true. And the question was, would it really happen? Did Joseph's God really give him the true meaning of the dreams? Well, on the third day, it was Pharaoh's birthday, 
and Pharaoh gave a feast for all of his officials. He brought the chief cupbearer and the baker to stand before him in the presence of his officials. And do you know what he did? Just as Joseph had interpreted, he restored the cupbearer to his position so that he might once again put the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But sadly, he hanged the chief baker. Now, here we wait, truth seekers, because Joseph had asked the cupbearer to remember him and speak good of him to the Pharaoh that he might be released from prison. Joseph must have been waiting in prison thinking, now I will be remembered. And now surely I will get out of prison because the cupbearer will remember me and tell Pharaoh of me. But do you know what happened, my friends? The Bible says that the chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph. He forgot him. And so there Joseph stayed in prison. Poor Joseph. What will he do now? If anyone had reason to complain, it was Joseph. Not only had he been sold by his own brothers into slavery, and then falsely accused and thrown in prison for something he did not do, he was then completely forgotten. Joseph found himself in a situation that I'm sure he had never imagined in a million years would have happened to him. One minute he was home and happy with his coat of many colors, surrounded by his father and brothers, and the next minute, alone and in prison. What must Joseph have been thinking? Dear Truth Seekers, the truth that we find in this story is that God never left Joseph. He was there with him the entire time, and God was there with Joseph in prison. How do we know, you ask? Because it was God who gave Joseph the ability to interpret those dreams. It was God who gave Joseph favor so that everyone around him saw how blessed he was. It was God who had a plan for Joseph's life. Joseph just couldn't see it in the moment. If you look around you and things in your life don't seem fair, or if you found yourself in a difficult place that you would never imagined could happen to you, don't give up, my friends. God is with you. He has never left you or forsaken you. He is your very best friend, and He is working out a plan for your life. Hebrews 6.10 says, God is not unjust. He has not forgotten you and the love you have shown Him. Isaiah 43.2 says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. Don't lose your faith, truth seekers, even when things are not going as you think they should. Don't give up. Stay close to God and trust Him in all things. He will never leave you. If you'd like to read today's story, you can find it in Genesis chapters 39 and 40. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode as we learn about what happens to Joseph next. Will God leave him in prison? I think you might already know the answer to that. Let me pray for you before we go. Dear Father, we thank you that you have promised us that you will never leave us or forsake us. And we know that you never break a promise. 
When life gets hard and things are difficult, you have promised that you will stay close to us. Help us to not lose our hope and our faith in you. Keep us strong as we trust in you. We give you all of our lives and surrender ourselves completely to you. Amen. Thank you for joining me this week, and I look forward to our time together next week.